The ACB Braille Forum, Volume 59, May 2021, Number 11. Published by the American Council of the Blind. Read by Nancy Gahagan in the recording studio of the Perkins Library. Be a part of ACB. The American Council of the Blind, trademark, is a membership organization made up of more than 70 state and special interest affiliates. To join, contact the National Office at 1-800-424-8666. Contribute to our work. Those much-needed contributions, which are tax-deductible, can be sent to Attention Treasurer, ACB 6200 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 155, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. If you wish to remember a relative or friend, the National Office has printed cards available for this purpose. Consider including a gift to ACB in your last will and testament. If your wishes are complex, call the National Office. To make a contribution to ACB by the combined federal campaign, use this number, 11155. Check in with ACB. For the latest in legislative and governmental news, call the Washington Connection 24-7 at 1-800-424-8666 or read it online. Listen to ACB reports by downloading the MP3 file from www.acb.org or call 518-906-1820 and choose option 8. Tune in to ACB Radio at www.acbradio.org or by calling 518-906-1820. Learn more about us at www.acb.org. Follow us on Twitter at at sign ACB National or like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N C-O-U-N C-I-L-O-F-T-H-E-B-L-I-N-D-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Copyright 2021, American Council of the Blind. Eric Bridges, Executive Director, Sharon Lovering, Editor. 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311. Table of Contents. President's Message ACB Will Hold Elections at This Year's Convention by Dan Spoon ACB Welcomes Two New Employees Registration Questions and Answers by Janet Dickelman Yes, There Will Be Voting at This Year's Virtual Convention by Connie Sims Your Vote Counts by Deb Cook-Lewis Continuing Education and Professional Development News by Carla Rushevel. Diamond Jubilee Auction, plus Appetizers. Get Moving Together by Donna Brown. Mini Mall Headlines by Carla Rushevel. Verizon Media announces closed captions on all new video content on platform and $5 million donation in media to support disability organizations. Victor Reader Tip, How to Use the Bookmark Key by Tom Mitchell. Book Review. My Heart is Not Blind, by Hannah Fairbairn. In Memoriam. Ved Meta, March 21, 1934, to January 9, 2021, 
by Bashir Masoudi. Steps to Start a Chapter in a State or Special Interest Affiliate, compiled by Artis Bazin. Affiliate and Committee News. Here and There, edited by Cynthia G. Hawkins. Are you moving? Do you want to change your subscription? Contact Sharon Lovering in the ACB National Office, 1-800-424-8666 or via email, s-l-o-v-e-r-i-n-g at acb.org. Give her the information and she'll make the changes for you. Looking to stream your affiliates convention? Go to acbradio.org slash affiliate dash request and fill out the form at least six weeks in advance of the event. There are now two versions of ACB Radio Mainstream, Mainstream East, All Times Eastern, and Mainstream West, All Times Pacific. Check it out at acbradio.org slash mainstream. President's Message ACB will hold elections at this year's convention by Dan Spoon. ACB is a truly democratic organization and member voting for our officers and board of directors is a fundamental tenet of our democratic philosophy. We were not able to hold elections at last year's convention due to the constitutional requirement for individual member voting to be executed in secret with a paper ballot. ACB is incorporated in the District of Columbia and is subject to the DC Nonprofit Corporation Act. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, DC's mayor enacted an emergency provision of the DC Code allowing membership organizations to override their bylaws to hold elections during virtual business meetings. ACB's board of directors established an ad hoc voting task force at its November 14 meeting to explore the possibility of holding elections at the 2021 convention. The voting task force went to work. Their task was to validate the authority for ACB to hold elections, establish a process for conducting the elections and communicating the approach to the ACB membership. The task force is to be congratulated on their efforts to set the stage for 13 candidate elections at the 2021 convention. There will be elections for the five ACB officer positions, five positions on the Board of Directors, and three positions on the Board of Publications, BOP. The task force, chaired by Patrick Sheehan and co-chaired by Jeff Tom, met five times from November through February to develop a recommendation for the virtual voting process at this year's ACB annual business meeting. The task force worked with the Constitution and Bylaws Committee to validate the authority for ACB to hold elections at our virtual annual business meeting. Once the authority was established, the task force recommended that, due to the unique circumstances presented during the pandemic, additional constitution and bylaws amendments outside of elections language not be considered at the 2021 convention. In addition, the resolutions process would follow the same format as last year's convention, with resolutions open for submission to the resolutions committee through the end of the convention. The resolutions will be considered by the resolutions committee through a series of community meetings, with the resolutions being presented to the Board of Directors for review and approval at a telephonic board meeting in August. The standing rules for the convention will be modified to include the special rules for elections at this year's convention. Since we have 13 elections to decide at the convention, voting will take place throughout the week. There will be one election ballot at each general session from Monday through Thursday. The remainder of the contests will be held on Friday. 
Saturday will be set aside for any overflow elections to complete the slate. The agenda for the opening session on Sunday, July 18, will be expanded to include the approval of the standing rules for the convention, the nominating committee report of the slate of candidates for the 13 open positions, and the start of the election process with a call for nominations from the floor for candidates. This process will continue until the first contested election is established. The candidates for the announced contest will present their speakers at the start of the morning general session, and individual member voting will begin. The candidates will each receive three minutes to address the membership, and the nominating process will continue until the next contested election is determined. The individual member vote will be conducted by Vote Now, an independent voting firm with experience with supporting elections with members of our community. Vote Now has been used by GDUI for the past several years. The Vote Now process allows electronic email ballots, mobile phone ballot returns, voting by phone with touch keys or operator assistance. Each ACB member will be sent a unique voting access code to use for all 13 elections. The code will be communicated to each member via email or through the United States Postal Service in accessible format, braille or large print. The affiliate roll call will take place 30 minutes after the completion of the candidate's speeches, with the affiliate delegate answering the roll call from the ACB secretary. The roll call vote will be broadcast on Zoom and ACB radio. The affiliate vote will be added to the individual vote to determine the winner. The election results will be announced 30 minutes before the end of the general session. This election process will continue through Thursday's general session. On Friday, we will hold five additional elections. Each election on Friday will take approximately 90 minutes, with 30 minutes for vote now to set the ballot and 60 minutes for voting. Any additional contests will take place on Saturday. The length of the elections will be determined by the number of contested elections and the number of candidates running for each position. If there are three or more candidates in an election, we will follow the existing practice of having a runoff election with the top two candidates if no candidate receives over 50% of the vote in the first ballot. We congratulate the task force for all of its hard work in establishing this voting process. We encourage our members to remain patient. This is all new for us. Together, we will exercise our most fundamental right of democratic participation through our membership vote. Please refer to the articles in this issue of the forum on the BOP candidates' pages and the candidates' forums. Happy voting! ACB welcomes two new employees. The American Council of the Blind recently hired two new staff members. One is Swatha Nandakumar, who joined the team on March 1st as the Advocacy and Outreach Specialist. She will be supporting Clark Rockfall, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs, with monitoring, responding to, and researching government agendas, as well as providing information, referral, and peer support to incoming callers. Swatha is a recent graduate of Loyola University Chicago, with a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science. Her background includes multiple legislative internships, including ones with the office of Senator Richard J. Durbin, Illinois State Representative Janet Yang Rohr, and working with the Library of Congress. Swatha was also very involved in student leadership at Loyola, serving as the vice president of Inside Government. We are very excited to have Swatha on the team and look forward to her positive contributions.
Also joining the staff is Joe Lynn Bailey Page, audio description project coordinator and grant writer. She will be supporting Tony Stevens, director of development, with coordinating all aspects of the audio description project, as well as preparing and submitting grant proposals to potential funders. For the last five years, Joe Lynn has served as ACB's grant writer. Her accomplishments include securing funding opportunities for ACB's online community engagement and the Get Up and Get Moving initiative, creating the grants power grid to target major corporations and expanding our grants pipeline to 50-plus submissions. Joe Lynn also has 10 years' experience working as an independent audio describer, providing live audio description and developing scripts for performances and exhibits. She also is leading ACB's active participation in the Uni Description Project with the University of Hawaii and the National Park Service. She has a bachelor's degree in music vocal performance from George Mason University and is a graduate of Joel Snyder's Audio Description Training Institute. Many of you have probably met her during our conventions and D.C. leadership conferences in the past. Join me in welcoming these two ladies by leaving a message at 202 467 5081. You may also email Swatha at S-N-A-N-D-H-A-K-U-M-A-R at acb.org and Jolyn at J-B-A-I-L-E-Y-P-A-G-E at acb.org. Registration, Questions, and Answers by Janet Dickelman. Excitement is building for ACB's 2021 virtual conference and convention. Last year's conference was fantastic, and this year will be even better. Other than a few mixers and special interest business meetings, all sessions will not only be on the Zoom platform, but will be streamed via ACB Radio. There will be six concurrent ACB Radio streams available for special interest affiliates, committees, and our business partners to stream their events. This will be in addition to our audio-described tours and exhibits channels. Make sure you are subscribed to the ACB Convention email list to receive the latest convention-related information. To subscribe to the list, send a blank email to acbconvention plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. Convention dates are Friday, July 16 through Friday, July 23rd. When can we register? Convention registration will open on May 20th at 7 a.m. Eastern Time and close at 11.59 p.m. Eastern on June 28th. On the registration form, you can become an individual sponsor, purchase a Braille Forum raffle ticket, and purchase your 2021 t-shirt or pin or other special merchandise from the Mini Mall. You can register online at acbconvention.org or by calling 651-428-5059. Our telephone cadre will call you back within two days. When leaving a message, please provide your name, phone number, and time zone. The cost of registration is $25 for ACB members. Non-members will be charged $40. If you are not a member, you can join as a member at large for $10. If you wait to register in July, the registration fees will be an additional $10. As a convention registrant, you will also be eligible for door prizes. Names will only be pulled from convention registrants. If your name is announced, you automatically win. 
you don't have to call in to claim your prize. With your convention registration, you will receive Zoom links for sessions and can subscribe to the convention newspaper. When you register, you will be provided with a bidder number for the auction. Registration will reopen during the convention for last-minute registrations. Convention program gets a facelift. This year, you will note some changes to our program format. All sessions will be listed in the convention calendar. Committees and special interest affiliates will each be listed in the program by name and include affiliate registration costs, affiliate president or committee chair, program chair, and session title. We will list each session sponsored or co-sponsored by the committee or affiliate. In the past, we had also listed session descriptions under each affiliate and committee heading. Rather than listing program descriptions multiple times, we are adding a new section to the program titled Session Descriptions. In this section, we will list each session in date and time order similar to the convention calendar. You can see what sessions your favorite special interest affiliate or ACB committee is holding by checking their page and then quickly looking up the session description. This will reduce the size of the program by approximately 15%, which will make the print and braille copies of the program much easier to navigate and carry. When you register for the ACB conference and convention, you can request your convention program in braille, large print, NLS cartridge, or sent via email. The braille programs will be sent via UPS to ensure delivery prior to the convention. If your mailing address is a post office box, we will need a street address to deliver your program. Convention Contacts 2021 Exhibit Information Michael Smitherman 601-331-7740 AMDUO at BELLSOUTH dot net 2021 Advertising and Sponsorships Anthony Stevens 202-559-2045 A-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S at acb.org. For any other convention-related questions, please contact Janet Dickelman, Convention Chair, 651-428-5059 or via email, j-a-n-e-t dot d-i-c-k-e-l-m-a-n at gmail.com. Yes, there will be voting at this year's virtual convention. By Connie Sims. In November of 2020, the American Council of the Blind's Board of Directors voted to establish a voting task force, VTF, to provide recommendations on how to conduct elections at our virtual 2021 conference and convention. We needed to establish a mechanism for remote voting since we have five Board of Directors positions, five officer positions, and three Board of Publications, BOP positions, up for election in 2021. In order to resolve this dilemma, the VTF needed to confirm that ACB had the authority through its Articles of Incorporation to hold remote elections. The ACB board voted during its February meeting to move forward with the VTF's recommendations of an outside vendor who will provide remote voting for the 2021 National Conference and Convention. The decision was necessary under ACB's governing rules filed in the District of Columbia, which previously required in-person voting of officers but has allowed for a waiver for remote voting as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Due to the pandemic, ACB was unable to hold officer elections in 2020. Visit tinyurl.com slash pjtp numeral 8 
M, numeral 2, Z, to read the recommendations. This exception does provide ACB a challenge and an opportunity to hold elections during its 2021 conference and convention. The VTF made several recommendations that were accepted by the board. The most critical of these is that the remote voting process being instituted in 2021 only applies to this convention and is only for the officer, board, and BOP elections. VTF recommendations will not apply to resolutions or constitution and bylaws votes. In addition, we would follow as closely as possible our current processes and practices, including the affiliate roll call, nominations from the floor, candidate speeches, and runoff elections between candidates if necessary. Voting Specifications and Requirements The VTF had several requirements that a proposed system must meet. First and foremost, the system must be accessible to all of our members and provide a secure, independent, and verifiable means of voting for all members. In discussing voting scenarios used by the state affiliates in their fall conventions, we felt that a manual voting process staffed with volunteers would not meet these requirements. The VTF next looked at three electronic systems and, after study and consultation, a vendor was selected. The Vote Now system will provide the platform for this year's elections. Vote Now can be accessed through a PC, Mac, iOS, and Android platforms. It has phone access for members who wish to use the phone to vote, and a phone-assisted service if members have problems voting. Lastly, ACB has a history with the VoteNow system. GuideDog Users Incorporated, GDUI, has been using this system for five years. They have found it to be accessible, increased voter participation, and held secure, verified elections for its officers and board. How Affiliates Can Help ACB wants maximum participation in this year's election. We need to ensure that members are registered with ACB by June 16th and, if possible, provide us with an email address so we can provide access to the Vote Now system by email. Affiliate presidents are encouraged to chat about this remote voting process with your members. If any affiliates would like the VTF to provide more information at your meetings, please contact Connie Sims at koni.l. Dot .sims at gmail.com Your Vote Counts by Deb Cook-Lewis As members of the American Council of the Blind, we are responsible for electing a slate of individuals to provide leadership as officers, board members, and the Board of Publications. ACB was unable to conduct elections in 2020, so at this year's ACB convention, we will be electing all five ACB officers, five members of the ACB Board of Directors, and the three elected members of the Board of Publications. And with so many elections, there are likely to be a few vacated positions up for grabs as well. Here are important dates to remember with an explanation following. May 31. Submissions for the candidates' webpages are due. June 15. Candidates' webpages are posted and announced. Candidates' radio promos, optional, are due. June 29. First Candidates' Forum on Zoom and ACB Radio. June 30. Second Candidates' Forum on Zoom and ACB Radio. The ACB Candidates' Webpage. If you plan to run for any ACB-elected position, the ACB Candidates' page is where you can introduce yourself, 
post links to your social media pages, and provide responses to the following questions. Please note, your response to each question will be cut off at 300 words. The BOP will not edit your responses for spelling or grammar. 1. Introduce yourself. Indicate which position you seek and explain why you wish to serve in this position. 2. What do you consider to be your strongest contribution to ACB at either the national, state, special interest affiliate, or local chapter level, and why? 3. What do you consider to be the most important challenge facing ACB? How will you work to address it? Instructions for Candidates Page Submissions 1. You must be an ACB member in good standing. 2. Submissions must be in hard copy Braille, hard copy print, Word document, text file, or in the body of an email. 3. Email electronic submissions to sloverying at acb.org with the subject line Candidates Page Submission or mail print, Braille and electronic submissions on a thumb drive to American Council of the Blind, Attention, Candidates Page, 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311. 4. The deadline for all candidates' page submissions is May 31, 2021, at 4 p.m. Eastern. Late submissions will not be accepted. 5. All candidates who submit information will also be invited to produce a promotional announcement to air on ACB Radio. Get to know the candidates at the Candidates Forum. This year, because we expect so many candidates, there will be two candidates forums. All candidates who post information to the ACB Candidates page will be invited to participate in one of two ACB Candidates forums to be held June 29 and 30 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, via Zoom and ACB Radio. Join us at both of these sessions to meet the candidates, to ask questions, and hear their responses. Please note, you must register as a candidate on the ACB Candidates page in order to participate in the ACB Candidates Forum as a candidate. Remember that every ACB member will be able to vote even if they are not attending the 2021 Conference and Convention. Participating in the Candidates webpage and Candidates Forum will be very important in reaching our membership. Continuing Education and Professional Development News by Carla Rushevel. Many continuing education, CE, and professional development, PD, opportunities will be offered at the 2021 ACB Virtual Conference and Convention. CE units are recognized by the Academy for Certification of Vision Rehabilitation and Education Professionals, ACVREP. Individuals working in many diverse fields, including, but not limited to vision, may also earn professional development hours from home or office through the power of ACB Radio and the Zoom platform. ACB's 2021 CEPD program has a new look. In the past, you were required to register for each program or session for which you wish to earn CEUs or PDs. Not so in 2021. When registration opens on May 20, you will discover an amazing array of programs that carry CE and PD hours. Additional events will be listed in the official conference program, 
on the convention website and via the ACB convention email list as the convention draws near. Simply purchase a block of flex credits at registration and then mix and match general session programming, relevant exhibit presentations and tours, and sessions sponsored by ACB and its committees, special interest affiliates, and partners to create an experience tailored to your specific needs. Topics will include but are not limited to employment, technology, health and leisure, orientation and mobility, self-advocacy, braille, low vision, and much more. Even better, if you attend more programs and presentations than you anticipate, just submit reports for all sessions as described below, and we will contact you for payment. Individuals registering for CE and PD opportunities should plan to arrive a few minutes early for each CE-PD session. A unique code will be announced at the beginning of each session, and another unique code will be announced at the end of each session. Make note of these codes as you will need to include them in your report. Next, make note of the name of the program, the date, and the actual starting and ending times. Use Eastern Time for this purpose. For example, you might report Humanware Exhibit Channel, Saturday, July 17. Start time, 2.30 p.m. End time, 2.57 p.m. Finally, following the conference and convention, Complete the CE and PD report that will have been emailed to you. You must enter the codes from your sessions and or the dates and times for your flex credits on this form. You must also complete a report and evaluation form for each session or program. This will provide feedback to the presenter and or provider and will help ACB improve its CE and PD offerings in the future. Return all forms to ACB no later than August 30, 2021. Upon receipt of your completed forms, ACB will issue your certificate indicating the number of CE units or PD hours earned with ACB. You are responsible for submitting your certificate to your employer for your PD hours or to ACVREP for your CEUs. Receive important conference information and updates in your inbox as they become available. Subscribe to the convention email list by sending a blank message to ACB Convention plus sign, subscribe, at acblists.org. For more information about CE and PD opportunities, contact Carla Rushevel, CE Chair, at 877-630-7190 or at continiungeducation at acb.org. Diamond Jubilee Auction plus Appetizers There are auctions, and then there's the Diamond Jubilee Auction, to be held Tuesday evening, July 20, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, as part of this year's virtual ACB conference and convention. ACB auctions are always full of surprises, and this one will be no exception. Of course, you can't have a main course without a scrumptious appetizer. This year's appetizer auction will occur between Thursday, July 15, and Saturday, July 17, with lots of potential bargains to tickle your fancy. As always, however, the auction could not be successful without all of the companies, ACB affiliates, and individuals whose generous donations make it happen. The auction committee is so appreciative of all that you do. If you or your affiliate is able to make an auction donation, the committee needs to have a description of your item submitted to Auction Committee Chair Leslie Spoon by June 1, either by phone, 
407-929-9837 or by email l-e-s-l-i-e-s-p-o-o-n-e at cfl.rr.com. Also, unless you intend to be responsible for shipping your item to the winner, you should send them to Leslie by the June 1 deadline at 3924 Lake Mirage Boulevard, Orlando, Florida, 32817. The ACB Auction Committee is committed to make your auction experience the best it can be. Toward that end, we will be posting pictures of auction items so that you can have that bird's-eye view. After all, what would a Diamond Jubilee auction be without pictures of beautiful jewelry? In order to help us achieve that goal, if you have the ability to do so, please accompany your description with a digital picture. However, if you are unable to provide us with one, the committee will ensure that a picture is taken. Just remember, you can sit in your easy chair with your favorite meal and support ACB while getting that special something for a loved one or even yourself at the 2021 Diamond Jubilee Auction. Get Moving Together by Donna Brown Spring has arrived. The weather is getting nicer and the ACB National Conference and Convention is less than four months away. What does all of that mean? It means that it's time to get moving together and join in on the fun of the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Besides being a fundraiser for ACB and its affiliates, this year's walk is one activity in ACB's Get Up and Get Moving Health and Wellness Initiative. How can you be part of the action? 1. For a small donation of $25, register for the walk. When you register, you can choose to either create an affiliate team, join a team, or register as an individual. 2. After registering, you will receive an email with a link to your webpage. Send that link to family members, friends, co-workers, etc., encouraging them to either join your team or make a donation. How can you register? 1. Online registration is available at tinyurl.com slash numerals 36VZJR numeral 5W or by going to acb.org and in the quick links section you will find the link to the 2021 ACB Walk. Note, this is the same website we used two years ago. If your email address is recognized, you will be asked for a password. Just click the Forgot Password button, if necessary, and you will be sent an email to reset your password. 2. You can download and complete a paper registration form from the website listed above. 3. You can call the ACB office in Minnesota at 612-332-3242. Once again, affiliate or committee teams can designate up to 50% of the money they raise to come back to their treasury. So let's get moving together, get some exercise, and help us reach our fundraising goal of $95,000. For questions about the walk, contact Walk Committee Chair Donna Brown by email d-o-n-n-a-m-b-r-o-w-n, numerals 59 at gmail.com, or by phone 304-940-0292. Mini Mall Headlines by Carla Rushevel. Great news! 
The Mini Mall and ACB Registration will partner again this year to give you the opportunity to order selected ACB logo and convention merchandise when you pre-register for the ACB Virtual Conference and Convention. Look for coffee and latte mugs, shot glasses, magnets, keepsake boxes, and more, featuring the new Better Together Wherever We Are image. Official convention t-shirts and pins can also be purchased when you pre-register. Product Spotlight The 30-ounce ACB patterned tumbler features double-wall vacuum-sealed stainless steel construction, a tactile geometric design around the base, and a push-on lid with a slide closure. Fits most cup holders. Choose either steel with red or blue lid and logo. Back in stock. The ever-popular neck wallets are back in stock. Use the front pocket for a meeting badge, work ID, etc. Large clear back pocket zips and holds most smartphones. Hidden side zip pocket for money, credit cards, IDs, or tickets sets our pouch apart from the competitors. Small stuff. The blue polyester microfiber cloth keeps glasses, smartphones, and computer screens clean. Comes in its own little clear PVC envelope with the ACB logo on the front flap. Reusable and machine washable. Measures about 5.75 by 5.75 inches. Pouch is 2.25 by 3.875 inches. ACB cord and cable organizers keep cords and cables from turning into a tangled mess. Just snap one end of the cord into the groove and wrap the length of the cord around the organizer until you reach the end. Three and a half by one and a half. Black, blue, lime, orange, pink, purple, red, or white. And of course, there are canes, cables, SD cards and flash drives, backpacks and totes, and much more. The mini mall does not sell talking watches and clocks, braille slates, or braille paper, etc. For more information, call 877-630-7190 or email acbstore at acb.org or join the mini mall email list by sending a message to mall plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. Verizon Media announces closed captions on all new video content on platform and $5 million donation in media to support disability organizations. New York, March 23, 2021 Verizon Media, a leader in innovation, content, and commerce, announced today at its Yahoo Build It Forward event that the company is donating $5 million in media to a number of disability organizations, including the National Association of the Deaf, the American Council of the Blind, and the American Association of People with Disabilities, in support of their advocacy work. In addition, Verizon Media will ramp up captioning efforts and commit to featuring closed captions on 100% of new user-facing video now including partner content that is streamed on our own video players starting on April 1, 2021, and going forward. Verizon Media will also extend video ad captioning to its reserved and programmatic offerings, enabling accessibility across all Verizon Media ad platforms. Our mission at Verizon Media is to be the most inclusive, scaled digital platform in the industry putting our consumers at the center of what we do by building next-generation experiences that connect people to their passions and empower them to make informed choices affecting their everyday lives, said Joanna Lambert, head of Consumer Verizon Media. At Verizon Media, 
we believe we have a responsibility to make a positive impact on society and power a more equitable and just society for everyone. Verizon Media is also launching its Accessibility Council, an internal leadership group created to provide oversight to educate employees and create best practices and accountability to ensure its content and products are accessible to everyone, including the one billion people in the world who live with some type of disability. As a pioneer in this space, since opening its first accessibility lab over 16 years ago, Verizon Media's state-of-the-art accessibility labs in Sunnyvale, California and New York City are recognized as the model for industry efforts to build inclusive products and have attracted many leading advocacy groups and tech companies to visit and learn industry best practices and serve as the hub for product development. Verizon Media will also continue to leverage its new and emerging technologies such as 5G and virtual and augmented reality to continue to develop accessible formats of the future. In 2019, Yahoo and Verizon Media partnered with the National Disability Leadership Alliance and Getty Images to create the Disability Collection, a growing collection of stock images that break stereotypes and authentically portray people with disabilities in everyday life. To date, the initiative has 2,700 photos in the collection from 200,000-plus photographers, and 5,600-plus businesses have downloaded images from the collection. Verizon Media's portfolio of brands includes trusted brands, including Yahoo, Yahoo Finance, Yahoo News, Autoblog, TechCrunch, Engadget, Makers, and more. For more information, please visit VER. I-Z-O-N-M-E-D-I-A dot com slash accessibility. Victor Reader Tip How to Use the Bookmark Key by Tom Mitchell Reprinted with permission from the UCB Buzz, February 2021 Some of you who use the Victor Reader may have noticed the bookmark key on your machine but perhaps may not have been able to figure out how to use it or why it's there. This article will give those of you who would like help with the bookmark key some ideas of what you can do with this very useful key. Where is the bookmark key? The bookmark key is located on the right side of your player, just above the number 3 key. It's a square key, but it's turned on an angle so that at first glance, it looks like a triangular button. With this key, you can make three different kinds of bookmarks. Go through all of the bookmarks you may have in a single book and delete a bookmark. Now let's explore this useful key. Press the key once and it says, Go to Bookmark. Press it again and it says, Insert Bookmark. A third press says, Start Highlight Bookmark. A fourth press says, Bookmark List. The fifth press says, Remove Bookmark. If you press it again, it goes back around to, Go to Bookmark. Go to Bookmark. Each bookmark is given a number when you insert a new bookmark. Each book can have a virtually unlimited number of marks. The Go to Bookmark key allows you to select which bookmark you want to go to. Simply press the Go to Bookmark key and type the number of the bookmark you want to go to and press the play button. The machine will begin playing at that point. Insert bookmark. Of course, to go to a bookmark, you must have a bookmark to go to. This is what the Insert Bookmark key does. Press the Bookmark key until it says Insert Bookmark. Then press either the Confirm key, which is the pound key on the number keys, 
or the play button. The player will say, bookmark 1, inserted, and continue playing. You may need to use the small left or right arrow keys on the bottom of the machine to rewind or fast forward your player to the exact spot where you want the bookmark to go. But once you find the exact place where you want it, then press the insert bookmark key. If you then insert another bookmark somewhere else in the book, bookmark 2 will be inserted. And the machine will add one number each time you insert a new bookmark. However, if you want, you can put in your own bookmark number. Just type in a number after you press the Insert Bookmark key and type the number of the bookmark you want, then press Play. The machine will insert a bookmark with that number. But if you insert another bookmark after that, the machine will revert back to the next number before your number that you typed. So, for example, you typed in bookmark 10 after bookmark 1 had been inserted. The next number the machine automatically inserts will be 2, not 11. If you wanted 11, you'll have to type it in. That's one of the machine's drawbacks. Most times, I just like to let the machine do the numbering. Insert Highlight Bookmark This one is an interesting one. Let's say you have a recipe book, from which you want to hear a recipe read, but only that one recipe. This is what the highlight bookmark will do. Find the beginning of that recipe. Again, you may need to rewind or fast-forward your machine with the left and right arrow buttons on the bottom. But when you have the place located where you'd like to start the highlight bookmark, press the bookmark key until it says Highlight Bookmark. It's easiest to press play at this point. The machine will say Start Position and will begin playing the book. Let the book play until you reach the end of that recipe. Then press the Stop button. Then press the bookmark key again and the machine will say End Highlight Bookmark. Highlight Bookmark 2, if that's the next number, set. Bookmark List. This key allows you to go through all of the bookmarks in your book. Say you have a number of items in your book and you're looking for a specific one, but you don't remember which bookmark number it is. Simply press the bookmark key until you hear Bookmark List, then use either keys 6 to go forward through the book or 4 to go back through the book. After the 6 or 4 key is pressed, the machine will immediately begin playing the section of the book assigned to that bookmark. If that's not the one you want, simply press 6 or 4 again, and the next or previous bookmark will be played until you get to the section that you want. The Remove Bookmark key allows you to delete any bookmarks you don't want. If you decide that you have a bookmark you no longer need, press the bookmark key until it says Remove Bookmark, and type in the number of the bookmark you want to get rid of, then press either the Confirm key or the Play key. This will not change any of the numbers of the other bookmarks in your book. If you want to delete all of your bookmarks, go to the Remove Bookmark key and press the number 9 five times, then Confirm. All bookmarks will be deleted. That covers the main kinds of bookmarks listed on the bookmark key. But there is another kind of bookmark you can make called the Voice Bookmark. Let's say that in a recipe, it recommends an ingredient, but you find you can substitute one that you like better. Say it recommends sugar, but you'd rather use honey. So maybe after it says sugar, you can press the bookmark key until it says insert bookmark. Then instead of pressing play, press and hold the record button just as if you were recording a note for the notebook bookshelf. The machine will say start recording and give a little beep. Begin speaking and hold the record button until you finish speaking, then release it. The next time you play that portion of the book, you will hear the machine speak whatever you've inserted as a voice bookmark. 
nothing in the book itself will be erased. These bookmarks are not stored in the book, but in your own machine. So that if you lend someone your SD card, the bookmarks you make will not go to the other person's machine. These marks are yours alone and cannot be copied to another person's Victor Reader. You can read about bookmarks in the user's manual that's already on your Victor Reader. Simply press and hold down key number one until it says User's Manual, then go through the headings until you hear the section about bookmarks. This will help you find the information you need about bookmarks that's already there in your Victor Reader. Book Review My Heart is Not Blind by Hannah Fairbairn This is an important book, a remarkable book. The introduction offers the best summing up of blindness that I can remember. Both negative and positive aspects are described with interest and insight, though Michael Nye is a photographer, a visual artist. The introduction talks about the profound difference between growing up with shame and no support compared with encouragement and the expectation of education and independence. Blindness memoirs are so often written by those who are encouraged at home. It also points out the multitude of ways someone can lose sight and the ugly and damaging uses of the word blind to denote unaware or stupid. Michael Nye goes on to say that blindness causes structural brain changes. The brain reorganizes itself to favor non-visual thinking. We all know this, but how often is it stated outside the world of blind education? Michael says, this project began with a desire to have conversations about the nature of awareness and the complexity of perception. Perception is deeper than we can imagine and more mysterious. The introduction quotes come from some of the profiles, such as Dean Georgiev. Many sighted people think blindness means the world is over. No, it's not over. You haven't lived with it. You haven't discovered it. Marty Hawthorne spoke emphatically about being fully present in my life. I wouldn't describe seeing as being a better sense than any of the others. People ignore their other senses. So much is missed, and it prevents someone from going deeper. In an email, Michael said something we all know, but don't talk about much. Our other senses have their own wisdom, separate from sight. Our eyes miss so much. Hearing does not improve. What changes is the ability to extract more meaning from sounds. What becomes more sensitive is awareness from a cultivation of attention. I heard many examples of heightened perspectives and heightened abilities as a result of non-visual adaptations. He took nearly seven years to record long interviews with visually impaired and blind people. Each interview, really an extended conversation, took place over two or three days. The interviewees, ranging in age from 11 to 90, are sometimes not much interested in sight. Many of them discover deeper ways to experience life. Their conversations are philosophical and positive. His conclusions are radical. His introduction dwells on what our sight-dominated society misses in the perceptions that blind people often develop. He is no Pollyanna. There are haunting descriptions of abuse, but each of his subjects has carved out a satisfying life. Michael states that among the disregarded groups he has studied and documented over many years— teenage mothers, people living with long-term hunger, and those on the edge of mental imbalance. Blind people and those with low vision are the least understood by society. Most people who see cannot imagine blindness. They are not interested enough to find out. They are too scared. It's lack of imagination. It's almost criminal. My Heart is Not Blind, 
on Blindness and Perception by Michael Nye is available from NLS, DB 92924, as well as from Bookshare and in Braille. The print edition contains photographs of each person profiled. In Memoriam, Vedmeta, March 21, 1934 to January 9, 2021, by Bashir Masudi. Vedmeta, a prolific American writer and famous blind scholar, passed away on January 9, 2021, at his residence in Manhattan, New York. He was 86. Mehta was born in the city of Lahore, formerly British India, on March 21, 1934. After receiving some elementary instruction in an orphanage for blind children, his father, a doctor, was able to get him admitted to St. Dunstan's Center for War-Blinded Veterans at Deborah Dunn, India, where for the first time he learned Braille and touch typing. He wrote dozens of letters to educational facilities in America, Britain, Russia, and China, and others. The Arkansas School for the Blind in Little Rock was the only one that responded and admitted him. He learned English and graduated in 1952 to pursue degrees at Pomona College in California and the University of Oxford, England, before getting a master's degree at Harvard. Meanwhile, his autobiographic book, Face to Face, was received with high acclaim by most literary circles. William Shawn, editor of The New Yorker magazine, offered him the position of staff writer in 1961, which he held until 1994. He also received a MacArthur Fellowship, also known as the Genius Grant, in 1982. He was a very popular writer for the magazine. He also wrote several books introducing India to the American reader. Many are available from NLS. Mehta was blind since the age of three from meningitis. His writings were so detailed that some, including author Norman Mailer, thought he had some sight, but he was totally blind. He traveled in India, England, and the U.S., especially in New York City, without a cane, guide dog, or sighted guide. He negotiated various travels on his own. It is said that he had very keen hearing, which a small percentage of blind people have, and which helps them in mobility. He was not comfortable with his blindness, they say, in spite of his great achievements. He is reported to have remarked that even his parents had not accepted his blindness in spite of his fame and achievements. He is survived by his wife, Lynn Carey Mehta, two daughters, and two grandchildren. Steps to Start a Chapter in a State or Special Interest Affiliate Compiled by Artis Bazin, ACB Membership Committee Chair the topic of the last focus call was how to start a chapter in a state or special interest affiliate. Danette Dixon became diabetic and didn't know how best to handle her new situation. She immediately saw a good reason to start a local Washington State Diabetics in Action chapter. She wanted to learn how to advocate for herself and have the support of other blind people who knew more than she did. She learned it was good to have a mentor to assist her. When first starting a new chapter, it's important to contact as many individuals as possible and mention the possibility on several email lists. This will help in engaging interested members for a new chapter. If you can find a seasoned ACB member to work with your fledgling chapter, it would be a great benefit to you. When promoting a possible chapter, explain all likely benefits. Teresa Gregg explained why Iowa decided to start a statewide chapter because of the transportation problems between various cities. 
It differs from a local chapter because all meetings have to be via a conference line or the Zoom platform. When starting this statewide chapter, the first step was to call or email current at-large members to assess their interest level. They decided how often they wished to meet, how they meet, the Zoom or conference call system, and what they liked meetings to accomplish. Members then chose officers. This can be handled whenever your chapter wishes to become official. Then you can collect dues from interested members and start a bank account. Cheris Austin told how they started the Michigan Statewide Chapter. When enough members were interested, they set the first meeting. They then decided times and dates, how to meet, conference call or Zoom call, and whether members wanted speakers or programs. When formed, they initiated affiliation with their state organization. Once more than the minimum number of members needed to create a chapter were committed, Frank Welty said the group needed to determine the process for getting your chapter approved and affiliated. The process of writing the Constitution in order to meet parent organization requirements might take some time. Check your state constitution and bylaws to determine requirements for a new chapter. If you are starting a statewide special interest chapter or affiliate, you will need to check your national special interest constitution and bylaws to learn their requirements as well. These will likely include minimum number of members, what officers are needed, chapter constitution complying to parent organization or organizations, and paid dues with membership list. Betsy Grenovich talked about the Georgia statewide chapter and how it differs from a voting chapter of an affiliate. The chapter made the decision to just be a support chapter and not to get approved as a voting chapter. Most of their members were not interested in the business or politics of the organization. They just wanted to meet and learn more about each other and blindness-related topics. After a chapter has its charter, you can work on ways to keep your chapter viable, such as regular board meetings, fundraising, etc. If you work with more experienced members in other chapters or in ACB, you can gain more insight into how to remain a positive network of blind members. Affiliate and Committee News 2021 Friends in Art Virtual Showcase Want to perform? Once again, FIA's Showcase of the Performing Arts will be a highlight of ACB's 2021 Virtual Conference and Convention. Interested in being included? Read on for details. Please send material you want to be included in the showcase to showcase at friendsinart Materials might include music, any style, original material especially welcomed. Your selection may either be sent as an email attachment or you may send us a link from which the piece can be uploaded. Please accompany your musical selection with your name, city and state, email address, and a brief description of the piece that you are sending to be used to introduce the piece. Prose and Poetry Original works preferred, especially if read by the author. Your work may either be sent as an email attachment, or you may send us a link from which the performance can be uploaded. Please accompany your work with your name, city and state, email address, and a brief description of the work that you are sending to be used to introduce the performance. Deadline June 1, 2021 In order to make it more likely that your selection will be included in the showcase, please note 1. Each selection should not exceed 5 minutes, including the description of the work you are asking us to consider. 2. 
We will consider including two contrasting short works if together they do not exceed five minutes. 3. We prefer up-tempo to slow, but will consider anything. 4. This is family entertainment, no profanity, please. 5. We aim for a show of around 20 selections of varying styles. Originality, professionalism, and flair count. 6. Please note that the ACB Radio production team reserves the right to do editing or audio processing at their discretion in order to assure that the audience will get a high-quality broadcast. Authors. If you need assistance recording your work, we might be able to assist. Please email us as soon as possible at showcase at f-r-i-e-n-d-s-i-n-a-r-t dot org. The showcase is scheduled to air on Friday, July 16 at 9 p.m. Eastern. We will contact you well before then to let you know if you will be included in the show and or if we need additional information. Questions? Please email us at showcase at friendsinart.org. Thanks for your interest. We look forward to receiving your material. MCAC Book Discussion The Multicultural Affairs Committee is hosting a book discussion of Snow Falling on Cedars by Dave Gutterson, DB 40688. This book is also available on BARD. The story is set on an island in Puget Sound shortly after World War II. Carl Hine has drowned, and Kabuo Miyamoto, a fellow fisherman, is charged with Heinz's murder. Covering the trial for the local newspaper is Ishmael Chambers, who was the first love of Hatsui, the defendant's wife. As the trial gets underway, the courtroom and the entire once-peaceful community are tense with suspicion and prejudice. The discussion is scheduled for Thursday, June 24th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the Zoom platform. Zoom information will be provided closer to the discussion date. Mark your calendars and join the discussion to share your thoughts on the book. We look forward to hearing you on the call. For questions or more information, contact Peggy Garrett at prcgarrett at sbcglobal.net. RSVA 2021 Summer Conference Compiled by Artis Bazin The Summer RSVA Conference will again be virtual. To participate in all sessions using the Zoom platform, you will need to register. All sessions will also be available on ACB Radio and recorded for future listening. The pre-convention registration fee for RSVA is $40. Your name will be placed into a drawing happening on Thursday, July 22. For every additional $20 donation, another drawing ticket will be placed into the drawing. To make additional donations to qualify for additional tickets, contact Artis Bazin at 818-238-9321 or email rsva at randolph-sheppard.org to give the best phone number for a callback for your credit card information. The first event for RSVA will be a networking mixer on Friday, July 16, from 9 to 10.15 p.m. Get to know other members and friends of RSVA. Spend time playing games, including trivia. On Saturday, July 17, from 1 to 2.15 p.m., the motivational speaker will be Bill Takashida, O-D-F-A-A-O-F-C-O-V-D. 
His topic will be The Journey Navigating the Challenges. He will speak on his own challenges as a sighted optometrist and continuing his career after losing his sight. The three topics for the other three sessions will be Perspective from the Other Side, features vendors and their experiences in a mostly white male profession. They will share tips for others considering the RS program. Learn about the most recent happenings in the ever changing legal and legislative landscape involving Randolph Shepard vendors. Speakers will identify the latest legal cases and evaluate the RSA rulemaking for the funding from the stimulus bill. The importance of the RS 15 is a deepening discussion after the initial presentation from Sagebrush. Kathy Roach, director of the Iowa Business Enterprise Program, will lead this panel. Registration for the conference will be available in May through the ACB Conference and Convention link on acb.org. More details will follow in the vendor scope and RSVA announce list emails. If you are not receiving messages from this list, please let us know at rsva at randolph sheppard.org. Here and There, edited by Cynthia G. Hawkins. The announcement of products and services in this column does not represent an endorsement by the American Council of the Blind, its officers, or staff. Listings are free of charge for the benefit of our readers. The ACB Braille Forum cannot be held responsible for the reliability of the products and services mentioned. To submit items for this column, send a message to SLOVERING at acb.org or phone the National Office at 1-800-424-8666 and leave a message in Sharon Lovering's mailbox. Information must be received at least two months ahead of publication date. DRA announces new president and CEO. Kathy Martinez, an internationally recognized disability rights leader, is the new president and CEO of Disability Rights Advocates. Ms. Martinez is a seasoned leader, having served as the executive director of World Institute on Disability, as U.S. Assistant Secretary of the Office of Disability Employment Policy, as well as her most recent senior vice president role at Wells Fargo. A graduate of San Francisco State University, Kathy Martinez, who was born blind, speaks and publishes on a wide array of topics related to disability justice. Lighthouse Guild announces new director of rehabilitation services. Judith Katzen will lead the rehabilitation department, which helps people who are blind or visually impaired obtain skills needed to navigate their world and attain their goals. She will work closely with the New York State Commission for the Blind. With over 30 years of experience in services for the disabled, Ms. Katzen was most recently director of Catholic Charities Community Services at Catholic Guild for the Blind. Accessible Graphics Consortium National Braille Press, Lighthouse of San Francisco, and the University of Alabama Huntsville recently launched the Accessible Graphics Consortium. This new consortium of researchers, teachers, and nonprofits in the blindness community will work to provide a new standard of tactile graphic equity for the blind and visually impaired. The primary goal of the AGC is to promote greater tactile graphic literacy through research, improved production methods, and curriculum development. AGC will collect, analyze, advance, and disseminate best practices to the community, first focusing on the creation of a recognized program for training teachers in tactile graphics for STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, math. 
Objective Ed wins federal grant. Objective Ed has been awarded a grant from the National Institute on Disability, Independent Living, and Rehabilitation Research, NIDILRR, to build a system to teach pre employment skills to blind and visually impaired students. New from National Braille Press. National Braille Press has a wide variety of new books available for children and adults. Now available is The Day You Begin by Jacqueline Woodson and Rafael Lopez. This book is available in contracted Braille, UEB, for ages 5 to 8. Also new is Martin and Anne, The Kindred Spirits of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Anne Frank by Nancy Chernin and Yevgenia Neyberg. It's available in contracted Braille, UEB, for ages 6 to 14. And don't forget to check out Alma and How She Got Her Name by Juana martinez Neal. For one little girl, her very long name tells the vibrant story of where she came from and who she may become. Got a little baseball fan in the house? Take a look at Little Baseball by Brad Herzog and Doug Bowles. It's available as a print Braille board book so that even the smallest fans can enjoy a baseball book. And now that we're well into spring, the hibernating animals are coming out of their lairs. Old Bear by Kevin Henkes, also a print Braille board book, tells how the old bear celebrates the best of all seasons, including spring's blossoms. Over in the technology section are a number of brand new books, including Getting Started with Windows 10, Using Windows 10 with Screen Readers by Chris Krabowski and Kim Loftus. It is available in Braille, three slim volumes, as well as BRF, DAISY, and Word. Those who are new to Windows 10 will find that this book helps demystify the operating system and shows how to use your PC in the ways that best suit your preferences. Also available is What's New in iOS 14, A Guide for Blind Users, by Anna Dresner. It is available in Braille, one volume, as well as BRF, DAISY, and Word. Dresner's iOS 14 reference card is available to go with it. For more information, call toll-free 1-800-548-7323 or visit tinyurl.com slash numerals 44W, numeral 7, WUP, numeral 4. ACB Officers President Dan Spoon, First Term, 2021 3924 Lake Mirage Boulevard, Orlando, Florida, 32817-1554. First Vice President, Mark Reichert, First Term, 2021. 1515 Jefferson Davis Highway, Apartment 622, Arlington, Virginia, 22202-3309. Second Vice President, Ray Campbell, First Term, 2021. 460 Rain Tree Court, Number 3K, Glen Ellen, Illinois, 60137. Secretary, Denise Colley, First Term, 2021. 1401 Northwest Lane, Southeast, Lacey, Washington, 98503. Treasurer, David Trott, Second Term, 2021. 1018 East Street South, Talladega, Alabama, 35160. Immediate Past President, Kim Charlson, 57 Grandview Avenue, Watertown, Massachusetts, 02472. 
ACB Board of Directors. Jeff Bishop, Kirkland, Washington, first term, 2021. Donna Brown, Romney, West Virginia, partial term, 2021. Sarah Conrad, Madison, Wisconsin, second term, 2021. Dan Dillon, Hermitage, Tennessee, first term, 2021. Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio, second term, 2022. James Crott, Miami, Florida, first term, 2022. Doug Powell, Falls Church, Virginia, first term, 2021. Patrick Sheehan, Silver Spring, Maryland, second term, 2022. Michael Talley, Hueytown, Alabama, first term, 2022. Jeff Tom, Sacramento, California, first term, 2022. ACB Board of Publications. Debbie Lewis, Chair, Clarkston, Washington, second term, 2021. Paul Edwards, Miami, Florida, second term, 2021. Zelda Gebhard, Edgeley, North Dakota, partial term, 2021. Susan Glass, Saratoga, California, second term, 2021. Penny Reader, Montgomery Village, Maryland, first term, 2021. Accessing your ACB, Braille, and eForums. The ACB eForum may be accessed by email on the ACB website, via download from the webpage in Word, plain text, or Braille-ready file, or by phone at 518-906-1820. To subscribe to the email version, contact Sharon Lovering, S-L-O-V-E-R-I-N-G, at acb.org. The ACB Braille Forum is available by mail, in Braille, large print, NLS-style digital cartridge, and via email. It is also available to read or download from ACB's webpage and by phone, 518-906-1820. Subscribe to the podcast versions from your second-generation Victor Reader stream or from https colon slash slash p-i-n-e-c-a-s-t dot com slash f-e-e-d slash a-c-b hyphen b-r-a-i-l-l-e hyphen f-o-r-u-m hyphen a-n-d hyphen e hyphen f-o-r-u-m